0: Philip Syracuse, sponsored by Carnation, airing live on the United Public Radio Network on 105.3 FM in New Orleans. This show's entrance has been edited, produced, and directed by Gwen Clapper from Perfect Trust Productions, LLC. You can find us at perfecttrustproductions.com. Hello
1: everyone and welcome to Monday night segment of Horsefly Chronicles Radio. With myself, Julia Syracusa, and Phil Syracusa, we are broadcasting live from the International Public Radio and the United Paranormal Radio Network on 105.3 FM from New Orleans. This evening's show is fully sponsored by Carnation, so we want to thank them for their sponsorship. You'll have to do a few things in order to participate. Go over to our YouTube channel, UFO Paranormal Radio, or International Public Radio, You can also go into all of the Facebook stations, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, UFO Undercover with Joe Montaldo, news on the flip side, also Twitch, SoundCloud, and Podbeam, and you can also go over to our group, Post by Chronicles Radio, um, and get in if you're not. And if you have any questions for our guests, please ask and get into chat so we can address your questions. So today, guys, we have an amazing guest right in front of us, so please welcome miss vanessa hogel to the show she is an amazing author of multiple books on her life story and the paranormal she's been on so many podcasts and radio shows she's also an amazing medium and she's also been to our house so tonight we're going to talk about everything from her books and her experiences in the paranormal her trips to ireland so please let's welcome vanessa to the show welcome yay Hello. <laughs> to have you on it's been a minute it's been a few minutes <laughs> but we're back <laughs> yeah. yeah so I mean if anyone that doesn't know you which so many people do um why don't you take us to like the beginning like oh, maybe like mind. the first you know yes. paranormal experience how did you know get into the paranormal and really start wanting to write all of your books
0: okay so many (laughs) i know right um reader's digest condensed version um i had my first paranormal experience when i was around two around my second birthday and i was i was very lucky because it was my grandmother I was born on her birthday, March 14th, 1972, and she died February 5th, 1974. So she she was the first one that I can remember that was coming to me now, long story short, this kind of runs in my family. both sides, but primarily in my mother's side, which this was the grandmother, um, which my mother's mother. Go, moving forward, <laughs> moving forward from that, it just kind of came all the time. So, I mean, I didn't think it was weird. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm young when this is happening and I'm seeing things I shouldn't see. And I didn't think it was weird. I figured everybody could do this. And I still think everybody can to a certain degree. Um, it didn't get really bizarre until I got into my early teens and that's when I became the scary girl mm-hmm. and you know what that feels yeah. like. That's loads of fun, you know, thank you to everybody that does that to people because that's so not cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so I, I, I squished all of it down, you know, cause I had an experience that was very, very unpleasant. And so I kind of squished it all down and stayed that way half a person for as long as, I could until I had my son when I was 30 and keep in mind, things were coming through even before then. But when I was 30 and I had my son and by the time I was about 31 and a half, he started showing signs of being able to do this. I said, you know what? (laughs) We're not, we're not doing this. I'm going to teach him what I know. Yeah. We're going to connect on that level because he was, able to see and communicate with things that wouldn't communicate with me Mm -hmm. so and Mm -hmm. I know you know what that's like as well so um I said you know what no it's I'm I'm kicking the door off the broom closet and that was I'm 50 so that was 18 years ago so my whole life but in the primarily in the public for 18 years
1: okay
0: it's a a heck of 18 years too
1: um so you know uh, tell us how did you start right like what made you really want to start writing um
0: i had somebody that i had investigated with come to me that was starting their their own uh publishing house and I'd investigated for them or with them both actually for and with and I had done a lot of different like remote viewing for him and and everything else and he asked me if I would write down my experiences and at first I'm sitting there thinking who's going to care you know <laughs> i mean <laughs> who wants to read that you know because i sound like a i sound like a fruitcake my old <laughs> boss used to call me her fruit loop and her bowl of Cheerios. Oh my god. <laughs> I know, right? Which is actually kind of cute and endearing when you think about it, but it's still I was a fruit loop. Um, but I decided okay, I'm gonna go for it. What's the worst people can do? Not buy it. Okay, no skin off my back. I'm not out any money. So I wrote Soulscapes, and that was difficult because I put in um, investigations that I had done, remote viewing that I had done, um, meditations, dreams, things of that nature. and I did the the drawings. I put the drawings in that I had done for these as well, uh, the automatic drawing for different investigations and such. And I'm I'm so happy to say my my drawing has improved greatly because it looked like a three-year-old did it in that book. And I'm proud I did the book, but I'm not proud of the book. If that you makes any sense, it, I guess it does because it. I guess because it's, it's your first book,
1: so it was kind of like kind of <laughs> I, I didn't think it sucked at all, so I'm just putting that out there. And I've told you before. Um, I thought it was good. I mean, it was. Okay. But you probably think that because it's your first book. I mean, you know, it's, it's, I, it's a new experience too.
0: Well, you. and I went through a really hard time writing it. Not writing the actual book, but the person, the relationship that I was in at the time was very emotionally and verbally abusive. It was hard to so, focus. Um it when you feel like you're poo and you're yeah. being told that you're poo, you think you're writing poo, you know? And so I was I was in that frame of mind. And then the darn thing was a bestseller go figure. Um, Amazon bestseller, y'all. Big difference between Amazon bestseller. And New York Times bestsellers list. So don't get it twisted, okay? I'm not that girl, but you can make me that way. We'll talk about that later. Um, but it's, it was, I was proud I did it. I was proud I did it. And it helped people go figure. Yes. Who would have thought it, you know? And that encouraged me, plus getting rid of him. That mm-hmm. encouraged me to write Giving Up the Ghost, which was my parabiography. And that was basically things that I felt, and now not everything, but things that I felt comfortable sharing from a little, little girl up until that point in my life. That book, not Soulscapes, but Giving Up the Ghost, along with um, the the ones after it, Walking with Ghost. What was after that? Rebel Witch, Diary of a Psychic Loser Magnet. All of those in their entirety are in my most recent book. They yes. would have been with me with new material. So even though those books aren't available under that same label mm-hmm. uh, that they were previously on, they are in their entirety in my most recent book available. How
1: big, how big is that book? It must be, <laughs> it must
0: be really big. Well, are you talking
1: about like how many books did you write?
0: Um, okay. So there's five in that one. Okay. There's five okay. in that one, but I've written seven and I have stories and four more. Okay. That aren't my books and I'm working on book number eight right now. Um, so that book itself, they would have burned me is just shy, um, in paperback of 600 pages. Okay. And then on the Kindle, it's, it's much less.
1: Yeah.
0: It's much you know, less on the
1: Phil always used to say that how he admired the way that you, you wrote the books because they're easy, small books too. Yeah. Because, and that's going to make the the buyer, you know, the, the, the reader go buy the other one.
0: Well, yeah. And that was what I tried to do with this last one. Even though when you look at it, if you pull it up on Amazon, you're going to say, holy crap, she's asking for $36 for this book. Well, yeah. here's the thing. Average cost of a book is $16. Yeah. This is five books. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> a, that's a whole different thing. Oh, I know, but I yeah.
1: understand why you did that. That's a whole different thing. But I like the idea of all like the little books. And I know when Phil wrote his book, it was a little bit bigger. And it's good to do it that way.
0: Cause... Well, it's. I've always figured that if, the for my stories, I can't speak for anybody else, but for my stories... The less I try to pump them up and the more factual I stay, the cleaner it is, the easier it is to read, and the more people will appreciate how I I put myself out there. Because let's face it, y'all, if anyone reads giving up the ghost or walking with ghost, they are well within their rights to think that I am certifiable. They are. (laughs) I wouldn't judge a soul if they thought I was crazy. I really wouldn't. And matter of fact, I would think they were crazy for not thinking I was crazy. Um, but that's but why. Was, when, but it was your life. It was your story. I mean. That, exactly. Well, and that's why when I did walking with Ghost, and all of these are included as well in the most recent book, I had people write testimonies. And I said, I don't care what you write. If you write that I am nuttier than a fruitcake, aces if you write i was the best thing since sliced bread that's cool too i don't care whatever your experience was with me write it down i'm not gonna edit it i'm not gonna change it i'm not doing nothing it's going straight to the publisher right so they very well could have put this woman is loony yeah but (laughs) they they didn't yeah but they didn't and it was all it was all of those were from anyone who has either A, um, investigated with me, B, had me remote view for them, or C, had a reading by me. Each one was their personal experience with me, not just, oh, hey, I know this chick from Facebook and she seemed pretty cool and none of that.
1: Well, you know, I have sent some people your way and they, they just love you. They've I like been, you. Very <laughs> accurate and
0: all good things. But I knew well, that right.
1: already.
0: <laughs> and I try. Uh, th- I mean, I'm, I'm not tooting my own horn when I say I have a. I don't ever have anyone tell me that I'm wrong. I don't. Doesn't mean I couldn't be. Doesn't mean I couldn't be. And that's kind mm-hmm. of what keeps me grounded is knowing that whatever message I'm getting, whatever information I'm getting, I'm going to give it to you yeah i would rather risk being wrong than trying to change what i'm going to tell you to fit the narrative only two times have i had somebody tell me i don't know what you're talking about vanessa and i'm gonna tell you what those are just real quick um one i was going to remote view for a team in england and carl who was one of the investigators at the time messaged me on whatsapp and he said uh hey we're going to investigate tonight um not telling you where we're going because they that was my rule. You can't tell me. And um, he said, uh, what are you getting? And I was driving. I was on my way to work and because they were, I was in Oklahoma, so it was six hours ahead of me at the time. And I told him everything I was getting. And he said, doesn't really sound like where we're going, but I'll let you know what I find out. And I said, perfect, because I'm not changing it. And they uh, contacted me that night where they had meant to go they couldn't get into. Mm -hmm. So they had somebody else tell them about another place that they had never been. They went, that was the place I read. Wow. So I read the place they didn't even know they were going.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah. The other, the other was a a tarot reading I did. And the woman's like, she goes, I'm not really certain. I'm going to have to think on this. She called me an hour later and she goes, you're not going to believe this. And I said, what? And she goes, you read my sister. She was in the house an hour before they did the reading. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. <crazy. laughs> and, that, and it makes sense. You know, I mean, it's, but again, wasn't going to change it. Yeah. I get what I get. And that it's kind of like back in kindergarten. You get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Same yeah. thing.
1: <laughs> I have, I'm going to look up here. So don't mind me. So I can say, what does that say, Phil? Is somebody in chat.
2: Very compassionate, Bridget. Hi, Bridget. Harrison. Hi, especially with her readings.
1: Bridget Paris. I think oh,
2: thank you, Bridget. Well,
0: she's saying that to Vanessa. Oh,
2: I better <laughs> take that. I know that.
0: He's telling, he's telling you thank you for me. Thank you very much, Bridget. She's a sweetheart.
1: And you are very true. Very, 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 very true. Yes.
2: Yes. Let's talk about Ireland.
0: Yes. Oh, gosh. It was amazing. This is the second time. Huh? This is the second time you went. Third. Third. Okay. Do you want to tell us about that one or do you want to like just say? Let's just give Ireland in general because there's granted each time I've been for many, many days, I've been very blessed in that regard. But there's so much that it's, it's hard to, to shove it all into even eight days, eight or nine days. And this last time I was there for almost 11. Um, but it's, it's, it's so much different than here because here it's, it's all about finding the haunted location. Where are you going to go? I mean, where does everybody go? Where's the traffic at? You know, what's the popular place to go Mm -hmm. and over there go anywhere. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It is literally everywhere.
1: Kind of like Staten Island or worse? Bro. <laughs> Staten Island is
0: crazy. I'll never that, forget that. But well, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but go ahead. <laughs> world, but no, but you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Staten Island has very bizarre energy. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're in a time warp. Mm -hmm. It's very, very strange. Ireland, it's, 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 I did a, back years ago when I had a a blog, I did something called paranormal Chinese food because we all know anytime you go and get Chinese food, depending on where you're at in the United States, it's geographic. It Mm -hmm. all changes based on geography that dictates what's on the menu. Don't know why. In Wichita, Kansas, you get lemon chicken. In Oklahoma, you, you get sesame chicken. Or orange chicken in in Virginia, it's it's solely orange chicken. If you're a chicken gal like I am, um, there's things you can't get. Paranormal activity is the same way. It depends on where you're at as to how spirit interaction is, how forward they are coming to you, what they'll tell you, their energy surrounding them. It is, and in Ireland, they're so helpful. <laughs> It's weird. It's weird. They're so helpful. It, it is rare. At, now, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it is rare that you get into a situation that you feel unsafe. Whereas I have felt unsafe in many a location in, in the United States. And I've been to 27 states and five countries. So, I mean, I've, I've been a lot of places, you know, and even though they have such a, a a tragic history with everything that that country has been through, and the country could fit like in, this, in the size of Indiana, Northern, Northern Ireland, all the way down to the most Southern point, I believe it can fit in, in the, into the state of Indiana, mm. filled with so much tragedy, so much heartache, but so much community and so much love. And so much compassion that even when it's bad, I'm still okay with it. Does so that
1: make sense? Are you, yes. Are you saying that like there were, there were spirits there
0: helping you? It's, like? it's weird. It's, um, and this is where I get into trouble. This, this is where I get into trouble. And I'm the worst about this is I will walk through any place and I'm not, even if I've got a camera on me, I'm not that girl stating every single thing that's happening because it's all happening right here. All of the communication is happening right here. And so it's hard for people that are with me to understand that. And I've been told many a time, you need to talk to us. You need to talk to us. Keep up with you? Well, and to tell people what's going on. And when I'm in Ireland, in all honesty, it's, that's my business what's going on between me and them. Mm. And yes, they they do communicate. They do come through to you. They do comfort you if you're having a hard time. Um, they're just very loving. And the people that are living over there are the same way. Mm-hmm. So of course they're gonna be that way when they pass.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I mean it's 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 a sense of community that you really don't feel or see here. No offense to America.
1: No, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should move yeah. to Ireland.
0: Is it expensive to
1: live
0: there? <laughs> Honestly, not any more expensive than it is to live here. No, It good. really isn't. And it's, I mean, a lot of people, I, I was told that for years because I always said, I want to go overseas. I want to go overseas. And people always told me, that's just crazy. It's so expensive. You can't afford to take a trip over there. And the very first trip I took was to England. And that, airline ticket was very costly it was but i was able to do it because i had friends i was staying with mm-hmm. you know they're like my brothers and sisters over there now i mean i met them online i love them to death mm-hmm. and uh, so i was able to do that but the ticket was very costly these last but the food and everything else over there no different than it is here yeah. when it comes to cost it just isn't And same within ireland it's just it's just like living over here. It's just in in the Republic of Ireland you're using euros and in Northern Ireland you're using pounds mm-hmm. and the the exchange rate is for every dollar I spend here, it'd be like a dollar five in the Republic of Ireland. Huh. For every dollar I spend here, it would be like a dollar twenty five in Northern Ireland. Okay. so and that exchange rate always changes. So it, but it's not, it's not bad. Matter of fact, I got to, I got to toss this in there. Okay. Matter of fact, I talked with May Hernan the other day. She is the one who owns secret Ireland tours who actually had me as their ambassador for the tour over Halloween. And she has asked me to do another one in Northern Ireland for, wow. we're going to do the spring of 2024.
1: Yes. I think I, I read that. Well, yeah. Congrats. And
0: that's, Yeah, that's possibly, well, it's Northern Ireland, possibly Scotland as well. Wow. I bet you're excited. Yes. Y'all need to get on that. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's amazing. Uh, It's amazing. And I've been to Northern Ireland. And, ooh, talk about some energy up there. And it is different. A little different than the Republic of Ireland. I it, It would lean more towards there being more hostility okay i guess um kind of like if you were to go to like edinburgh in scotland beautiful beautiful city very gothic absolutely stunning but man do they got some places where you're like this this isn't so good for me (laughs) can we can we get me out of here yeah, <laughs> you know, now, one of your trips, I
1: think if I remember correctly, uh, you got a really bad attachment. Am I, am I right? Am I thinking about the right?
0: That was, was that. Are w- oh, you talking about the one where it was doing that weird thing with my yeah. eye? Your eye. OK, now, and here's the thing. And it would be so easy for me to say that 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 was something negative. But in fact, what I believe it was and I wrote about this in Ghost of Broad Ireland, that's a separate book. That is actually on Amazon as well. Um, where where we were at? One of the places that we were that we were investigating was the house that was next to the motel that we were staying at, Spellman's. And we went into the house with the nephew of the gentleman who used to live there. And I've gotten I've gotten better at kind of keeping myself in me when I, when I channel so that I'm kind of aware of what's going on. Um, but these little kiddos just jumped right on in and they had me banging my head against the wall and just saying, they're hungry. They need food. They're hungry. They need food. They need to eat. And um, the bread is moldy yeah. is what I they telling me. The bread yeah. is moldy. And so go back to the motel room. Keep in mind, took this trip, no money. no money to take this trip, had no money. Um, So we had packed food and we had, I bought a loaf of bread when we got there, packed peanut butter and jelly and been eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every day. I mean, there was, the food was right there. Get back to the motel room. No joke. Looked at the bread, the bread that we had just eaten that morning and the, the wrapper is clear solid mold oh my god yes solid mold and apparently the the thing where my eye was doing that that is from what i understand that is actually a side effect that can that can happen in children from malnutrition huh yes interesting and then i had a this might have been what you were talking about. I had a more of a negative attachment in a bar. I want to say it was Murphy's. I think it was Murphy's um, in Dublin, and th- th- this was an evil cuss. He mm-hmm. was not nice, and uh, yeah, I-, I can do without those experiences. Yeah,
1: I mean, not yeah. every
0: he had, he had me running out the bar. I oh boy.
1: I think that yeah. also, a lot of people think that all attachments are bad, and that's. And, you know, no, it's not, true. it's not true, just like everything else, you know. There's yeah, I mean, good spirits, and
0: well, and you know, it would be really easy to assume that those children that that, that would that that was something negative because right. of what it was doing to my eye. Right. That would be easy to assume, but you've got to dig deeper, mm-hmm. you have to dig deeper. And the way I look at it, if you're doing this for any reason other than getting famous, you're going to dig deeper because I'm not a jump scare girl. I don't care. I'm not one of those people that I, know. I, I was with you. Yeah, you know, you know better than anybody. You've actually seen me in action, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm not that girl. So if it didn't happen, I'm not going to say it did. And I'm not going to claim something as evil unless I truly believe that it is. And these were children. Yeah. These were children and they were just hungry. Yeah. And what better way for somebody to understand that than to make them feel what they were feeling. That's why I got it. Yeah.
1: Very well put. I mean, it's true. Thank you. Attachments come in all different. You don't have to be Be bad and evil, right?
0: Well, no. And I'm going to go ahead and call a spade a spade. You know what? I mean, sometimes one, I, I've said this a million times, one man's demon is another man's angel. So it, <laughs> it it depends on where you're at in life, you know? And I i mean, when I was in Virginia and we had went to the private residence before I ever moved there. And that thing was on the top of the barn. That was something I struggled with greatly. And that's in uh, Walking with Ghosts. That's something that I struggled with greatly because I looked that thing in the eye yeah. and I felt like we came to an accord. So what does that make me?
1: Yeah. And you I know? think you said that that was probably one of the worst
0: ones that you've done. Yes. I remember that's the one with the barn, right? Yes. barn and Worst one. Yeah. Worst one. Because I, how do you, how do you look at yourself in the mirror? Yeah. When you can look at something like that. And, and you come to an understanding with it. How do you reconcile that? Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I went for weeks wondering, what's wrong with me? Yeah. You know, am I evil? And, and I could be. Who knows? You know, I mean, any one of us could be. There could be something. I know there's something dark inside of me. We all. You have to acknowledge that. You know, in order to be a better person, you have to acknowledge that darkness. Mm -hmm. The thoughts that I can have sometimes, you You know. know,
1: We're we're not, not, we're not, we're just human.
0: Yeah. I'm just glad the FBI ain't all up in here, you know. But, (laughs) you know, so I keep that to myself. But it did make me question things. It really did because I just didn't, I didn't know how to deal with that because that was my first time really yeah. dealing with something so that I felt was so negative. The stuff that happened in new Orleans and everything, that was my people. So it didn't bother me. This was different.
1: Yeah. Any questions? You've
0: been quiet. Yeah. No, I'm listening to this whole thing. It's been great. <laughs> it's so
2: time. I do have a question actually. Um, You know, I've interviewed many psychics, mediums, remote viewers, and, and a question that never gets answered. It never ever gets answered properly. And I'm going to ask you too. I'm going to put you on the line here. Go ahead. There's so many missing children in the world. And there's people that, you know, that are psychics and remote views. Why aren't these children found verbatim? They're not found Mm -hmm. by psychics, mediums. I don't want to hear about, well, we think they're here, but they're not. Why aren't they found? Is it because the spirit does not want to be found? Still knowing that the families want closure? I have a hard time with that.
0: Oh, no, Um, I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree I
2: like the roundabout answers of all mm-hmm. the people circle around the answer, but they never really give it to me. Um, it's a black and white. Why aren't they found? Why isn't Natalie Holloway ever found? Mm-hmm. Why isn't all these missing children found? What's mm-hmm. the problem?
0: Um, just to clear things up for, for you and I, anytime I see anything like that on social media about missing kids, if I have information, and sometimes I do. I don't go to social media with it unless I have to. So I go directly to the police That's department. That's good. What they choose to do with that is up to them. Um, the last time when I, I actually had to go to social media, it was because I had already went to the police department, FBI, yeah. crime stoppers, back to the police department. The police department for the little girl in North Carolina actually told me call back Tomorrow. This was the second time I talked to him, completely different person. And I told them, I didn't tell them who I was this time because they don't need to know that. They, for all they knew, I was the next door neighbor mm-hmm. that saw something. Turns out the picture I drew of the person that I did not know if they did it or not, but I felt there was a connection, ended up being the mom's boyfriend. So there's that. So that having been said. Huh?
1: Yeah, you're saying like the police, they don't really believe
0: too much of what but here's the the thing i don't want to yell at them for that because i i get it i get it you know and one of the reasons why unless i feel a strong pull unless i unless i feel not if everybody else thinks i should feel it but unless i feel it I don't get involved for one very real reason and why I don't judge the the police for that. What if I'm wrong? Yeah. What if I'm wrong? What if I feel this and I think I'm seeing this and I tell the police this and they zig when they should have zagged and the child is dead. Right. What if if I'm the cause of that? Yeah. (sighs) Now, one other thing, and I want to bring this up to anybody who's listening because we'll see stuff like this all the time on social media. Please contact, if you've seen this person, please contact this number. If you've seen this person, please contact this number. Do not, do not give them information if it does not have a police department's number. Because do you know that's one of the main ways predators look for victims?
1: Oh, I just got the chills. Yeah. Yes.
0: So when you see me scrolling past one, if it doesn't have a police department's name to contact, I'm not contacting. Because that could be an ex-husband who's abusive, looking for his wife or mm-hmm. his kids, who has a restraining order against him. He could be using a friend's profile. Could be anything. It could be a mother who used to beat her kids and dad got them to save their lives mm-hmm. and, and they're in hiding somewhere. People need to be real careful. I've actually taken information, um, it and I what what book was this in? Wanna say this was in Soulscapes. Um it was the one Julia you read that. So tell me, do you remember the the guy with the he was holding the beer can and it said bud across his shirt, I think, and he had on a hat and there were graves. in in front of an old farmhouse. I think that was written in soulscapes. I think it was. Uh,
1: I I know what you're talking I wish I had, you know what? And I was going to pull the books down with me too. And I
0: forgot. All they got to do is Google me.
1: Yeah, no. So then I I can look at it myself, but yeah, Yeah. I I remember, but
0: I don't remember like. I think it was in that book. My cousin who uh, lives up North. um, She says, Vanessa, something about that seems familiar. She started investigating it. She actually came up with information that co- that corroborated what I had. And so I contacted that police department up there. I don't need I don't want fanfare for that. If I help the police which I have find missing persons, you're never going to know about it. Because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. T- I don't. I don't need that recognition, nor do I want it, because with that recognition comes situations like. Bless her. I talked about this on another podcast the other night. Sylvia Brown. Look at all the good she did. What she remembered for.
1: Yeah. Telling
0: those parents their their daughters were dead. Yeah. You know, in the guy's basement. Yeah. Phil, did that answer your question? It, it's sort well no
2: sort of it's not a hundred percent but it's sort of answered it i just think that people with abilities um you know I, and again there's there's a lot of fine lines here to this i just i understand what you're saying vanessa
0: yeah um, i wish we could find every single one yeah I, do. I wish we could and i wish i had that capability um i can i only have access to those that come to me yeah. oh, yes yes you know um holly did yeah, had full access to her. No, I can I could tell you exactly where she is. Julia knows
2: that. And some people just don't come. I just got the
0: chills again.
2: Um, <laughs> you know, and I think that, and everyone who's listening to the show tonight, if you have abilities, and you feel like you could help missing children, you know, like Vanessa said, you got to take precautions because I get what you're saying, Vanessa. You're right. You know, that kind of right. That kind of brings me to like that human trafficking, and. God, that's so big and it's scary right now. That you got to be careful who you're talking to. Uh,
0: um, Julie and I found that out.
2: Yeah, it, it's scary, but horrible. You know, I just think that people horrible. should use their abilities to help others uh, as best as they can. Now, I know there's that's nothing hilarious. with science here. It's not science. It's not one thousand um, percent. If it was, we'd all have the winning lottery numbers. <laughs> but <laughs> if we could help grieving families try to find you know, there's so many unsolved cases out there and there's so many psychics and mediums who claim to be i'm the one well why are these people the last 50 yeah. years are still not found.
0: Mm-hmm. now you i know, will tell I, you I something want that that I...
2: Be, I want the dirt to be lifted and i want people to get out there do you do mm-hmm. diligence in a proper way and help grieving families
0: mm-hmm. i will tell you one th- one thing that i have done on multiple occasions I have had people come to me where I might not be able to tell them where the body is, but I can tell them who was involved in it. Mm. And they have taken that information to the police department. That's good. And it has worked.
2: Good. And
0: that's happened on multiple occasions. So I mm. might. And the thing, because it, it's weird, it's focusing trying to zoom in on a child, an adult, anybody that isn't connecting with your energy is almost impossible. It's like trying to find somebody's car keys, remote viewing. Okay. At least for me, I can't speak for everybody else, but when they, if they can't tell you where they are, because maybe they they don't know, they can give you the image of who the last person they saw was. Mm. Now think about that. That's something. And that opens up those lines. But like I said, you know, when I do this, the public has no knowledge of it, nor do they need to. No.
2: I agree with you. Definitely. I yeah. definitely agree with you because you post it on social media and you get a bunch of stupid responses mm-hmm. from everyone. I, I agree with you 1 million percent, but um, you believe in ghosts. Obviously we all do.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in people living and dead. That's the way I think of it. Yeah. So,
2: Did you ever get help from the other side, from a spirit that you contacted and they help you find missing children or people?
0: Yeah. I actually got help from the person that was missing. He came to me before the police did.
2: (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah.
0: He came to me before the police did, but it was very confusing. Um, This was in Oklahoma. That's all I can say. I can't say what County. I can't say any of that. Um, I I can't say I was working in a different county. So I'll say what county that was. I was working in Lawton, Oklahoma, and I do dentistry. And I've told this story a million times. It's in the books, but I love it. So I'm going to share it again. Um, I was working, minding my own business. I'm I'm in dentistry, y'all. I mean, it's a very mundane job. It's hard, but it's mundane. And uh, I saw this very handsome black man in one of those, uh, like a butter or lemon yellow Polo shirts, a short sleeves, a little collar, you know, and it was a beautiful spring day. It was like a picture and a big old tree behind him like he was in a park. Very handsome fellow. But he was showing me a picture. And then I saw him much older, looked to be at least a good 20 or 30 years older. And he was face down in kind of a weird position. And it was a dried grass like dead grass and a little bit of snow and everything on the ground and there was one of those uh, you know there's like crosshatch fences like the like on a, a farm um there was one of those in the distance and I didn't know why I was getting this and about 15 minutes later my phone rang and it was a friend of mine um who I who was also in dentistry but she wasn't working where I was at and I'm like hey what's up and she goes my husband needs to talk to you and I knew her husband was a cop. And I said, honey, he's all, the, the, who he's looking for has already come to me. <laughs>
1: wow.
0: And she said, "She said what? And I said, yeah, he's already come to me. And I told her what he looked like. And she goes, yeah. And so I went and met him that night and told him what I saw. You know, and I tried to draw it all out for him. And I even drew the picture of the person who I believe to be the the person responsible whether she actually killed him or not i don't know but she was she was responsible for his death and it ended up being his, his younger wife mm-hmm. and the reason he was showing me two different things is because he had alzheimer's
1: ah. so,
0: yeah okay so, yeah yeah he was showing me what he remembered of himself and then he was huh and then he was showing me what he was looking at
1: and that kind of brings us so. back to the wow. investigation that we did in Staten Island too, where they were kind of like helping, right? The spirits were. Remember, we were on the phone with Phil, and Phil was telling us to go. What did you t- tell us to go? What did you tell it's so us? long ago. It was just like a big.
2: They were leading. Yeah, us. yeah. 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 It's sort of it's like, like, like when they want to connect, they connect.
1: But they didn't know each other, I don't think. Remember the little boy was helping us find Jennifer, I think it was? Colin. Okay. Colin.
0: Yes. Remember, we Yeah. Remember. But remember, we're at that little cemetery across from that restaurant. We're at that cemetery with the little church. And that cemetery had that little river behind it. Yep. And then had that little bridge, that little, yep. like, fake bridge. Yep. And it was you know, we're, we're talking and, and we're we're getting this information and we're getting these feelings, which a lot of it is feelings, y'all. Let's just face it, okay? Yeah. They don't sit down, have a smoke and tell you everything you need to know. Um, but so we're, we're getting what information we can. And then we start walking back to the car and we walk back in the opposite direction of the way that we came. And I said, we need to turn here. And we turned left to walk down those headstones. I looked down. And it was the name that Phil had been telling us. Yes.
1: That's
0: what it was. Yep. My memory. That's how we knew. knew. Yeah. That's how we knew to go in this particular direction and and how we found the different things that we found and how we ended up being at Fresh Kills. All Everything that we did that weekend led up to. That and then yes, I know. And there's going to be some person that listens to this. It says Paradelia. Okay, let's explain Paradelia because we have a picture of what I believe to be Holly at Fresh Kills, at Fresh Kills in the tree line. Yes. The thing with Paradelia is it gets distorted as you zoom in.
1: Yes.
0: She became more clear. Mm And you could actually see the face. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear that from people. You know, no, I mean, right. you're right. right. Yeah, absolutely. I'm absolutely. just gonna, I'm just gonna say it how it is. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, uh-huh. yeah,
2: yeah sometimes when there's a strong connection with the spirit world, no matter what, who says why, you could have a 10 million people say you're wrong, When you your know mind. you're right. You're right, right. because the spirit's well, making you feel that. Um, and then
0: it's at hands down. You have to go with your gut, you know? Well, see, and that's exactly, I was on a show years ago where they had me reading photographs. And I love this story because this proves I'm not just blowing smoke up your butt. Okay. Um, I had one, uh, I was going through all these photos, reading them, this, that, and the other. And this one photo came up and I honestly didn't get anything from it. This fella got so mad. (laughs) And I said, Sir, first off, mind your tone with me. Um, secondly, why do you care? And he just, he was just kind of like, what? And I said, why do you care if I get anything from this fellow? I said, were you there? And he yeah. said, yeah. I said, did you take the photo? And he said, yeah. And I said, did you have an experience? And he said, yeah. I said, then why do you care what I say? Yeah, yeah.
1: Very true. and
0: that's that is the honest to goodness truth. I'm not going to judge anybody else's experience because it wasn't mine, and I don't give two hoots if anyone believes my experiences. I'm not put here on this earth to convince people that spirits exist. That,
1: you know yeah, what? that's true. You that is hundred percent true. I do mm-hmm. want to give a shout out again to I can't see, but feel Ken Bridget. What, what's her last name?
2: Harrison. Do you know her? Bridget yes, I do. She, okay. Actually,
0: she lives in North Carolina. She knew exactly the case I was talking about with the little girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's, she's actually the that one that sent me the case in the first mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Oh
2: man. The case was feature investigations discovery.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bridget. Yeah. Yeah, she knew because she knew how frustrated I was. The yeah. FBI themselves told me because I, I called them. I called the the, the the fbi offices in north carolina i think it was yeah and uh i asked him i said i know i sound nuts i know i do but can somebody please help me you know i mean i can't guarantee it's gonna save this little girl but it sure as hell can't hurt when it's this strong the fbi wanted to take my information but they couldn't because it was still in the jurisdiction of the local law enforcement. Mm -hmm. FBI cannot come in and take over. They have to be invited in. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're the ones that told me to call crime stoppers. Crime stoppers didn't have an email I could send it to nor a fax machine. All I, I had drawn him out. Yeah. Wow. Here, here is your composite sketch right here. That's crazy. Yeah, you know
1: we're coming. We're, we're unfortunately we're coming like. But I've seen At Vanessa's the, pitches. They're really
2: yeah, good. I mean, yeah, she
1: has really good pitches. She's one of the best wait, automatic wait, wait. drawers yeah. that I have ever ever seen. And I will say this to the day that I have seen a lot too. I've seen a lot of people. You're very good. She's very very good.
2: Thank are it? you doing um, like artist pitches?
0: R, yeah, art. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have I have my my art and everything separate, Um, but I had a I had one person. I had somebody come to me because, you know, spirits come to me just at random and I drew him out the way I saw him, the way he was showing himself to me. But I had no clue as to who this guy was. No clue. He wasn't telling me that, you know, anything bad happened to him. He just wanted somebody To know that he was still around, yeah. But I, I wasn't that somebody. But I had to find that somebody. So I, I I had him drawn out real good. I put it on Facebook, Mm -hmm. and no joke, this is this is why I keep my Facebook page public. This is why some random person I have never heard of in my life messaged me within two hours. They had actually seen. They had come across that picture on my feed just through no I mean it was like divine intervention for them to see my page and they sent me the picture of them and I I, side by side they're identical Mm -hmm. crazy I I can't explain it and that's the other thing people are like how does this happen i don't know that's (laughs) the
1: most simplest answer I mean I don't know
0: you don't don't know know. and don't know don't it's, doesn't don't care doesn't matter. It
1: doesn't matter yeah exactly it doesn't matter well
2: we're at the end of the show i
1: mean i, I don't, don't
0: know, know. It it always went quick
2: but thank you so much for coming on tonight so and where, so where can people yeah. find you and what do you have going on next
0: oh good gravy okay easiest way in all honesty is just google vanessa hogel easiest way. That'll take you to my Redbubble. That'll take you to my Facebook pages. That'll take you to Twitter, Instagram, Amazon. It's all there. Um, And I have um, another book that I'm working on, my eighth book called What the Soul Knows. And I'm going to be doing another Oracle deck selling art like crazy. So woohoo! And got a new island trip coming up. So hi!
2: That's awesome. Well, it's great <laughs> having you on. Um, it's been a pleasure speaking to you once again. Thank you so you much. Well. Keep us updated. We look uh, forward to having you on again in the future.
0: Please do. And, this was fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it definitely it, it, it's was. Just like, I don't know. Whenever we talk, it's just like, you know, we're chatting on the phone. It's very cool. The
2: time goes so quick. And it
1: goes by very fast.
2: And uh just for everybody, I want to close the show with um If you feel like you have abilities, um, try to help those that are grieving that are missing children or victims of kidnapping. And and like like Vanessa said, because there's a lot of fine lines and social media is really not the way to go with that. I agree with you, Vanessa. Julie, wrap it up. Yes, definitely. Um, I want to
1: say thank you to Bridget for joining us in chat. Thank you very much. And a special thank you to Carnation for fully sponsoring the show. We love them. And they've been sponsoring the show since day one. Um, so please come back next Monday and join us again, same time. And stay tuned for Trish Moe with The Missing piece.
2: Thank you, everyone. Have a safe, great night. And we'll see you soon. Thank you, Bye, Vanessa. Vanessa.
1: Good night. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.